Welcome to Buttered Popcorn. This is Kyle. And this is Steve. Welcome to the podcast, Movie Lovers. So, we're in 2021. We can both say that since the last show, we've seen a movie in theaters. So, maybe some things are returning to normal. So, we are attempting to return our show to a little bit of normalcy. And this will be the second episode in a row that we've actually just been able to talk about movies that we've seen recently. Yes, sir. Now, I have to ask you about something. Because when we were walking through... What we were going to talk about, you never actually mentioned this, so I want to ask you about it. You saw Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade in the theaters with your family. What was that like? That had, was... you, had you seen Indiana Jones in the theaters? Oh, yes. I've seen it in the theaters. I, but I saw it when it came out in right, the theaters. Right. So it was great. How did the family enjoy it? Everybody loved it, the whole family. All five of us loved it. Great. Great movie. Great okay. experience in the movie theater. Where did you see well. it at? I saw it at the Arapahoe Crossing. Okay. Otherwise known as the Chinese Theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was in a very small theater. So it was like, there might have been four rows of seats. I think there might have been three rows of seats and then the floor level seats. Yeah. It was a small theater. But an enjoyable experience. You're glad you did that. Oh, yes. It was, it was we, great. Because we talked basically all through quarantine of all these movies that, oh, we could go see this in the theater. But we never actually did that. Well, it's hard for me to get away and do that uh, with the times that they're showing the movies. But this was spring break. And it was a family event. And I said, I'm taking the whole family. So Five out of five. Everybody so liked it. Everybody liked it. Five out of five. And we will talk about the movie itself, I think, in our next podcast, right. not in this podcast. I just wanted to get that experience out there about how how it was going and being able to see Indiana Jones' Last Crusade in theaters. The experience was first time the whole family's gone to a movie in over a year. Yeah. It's been a while. And we splurged on popcorn and sodas, you know, and we everything. We did it right. Uh, like that. We did later that week go see a different movie, but we didn't splurge as much on the snacks okay. in this at the second movie. Okay, so we're going to talk about that second movie. That's That will be the last movie that we talk about on this podcast. We're going to talk about Raya and the Last Dragon because it's the one movie that we're going to talk about that Steve and I have overlapped. We both went and saw it. Um, not together and not even accidentally together, just on our own. But we thought we would... Do our boring movie plot game here again this afternoon. And I hope you guys have enjoyed it. We're going to put them out there. Think about it. Steve's going to challenge me. I'm going to challenge him. And then we'll leave leave it for a second see if you guys can guess them as well. So we each have four. Let's only do one each right now. And then we'll kind of come back to, to them as the podcast goes along. So do you want to go first? Sure, I will go first. Um, This was a really boring movie. So boring. Uh, Here's the description of it. After visiting a zoo, an archaeologist decides it's not worth endorsing. After visiting a zoo, an archaeologist decides it's not worth endorsing. I guess it's Jurassic Park. It is Jurassic Park. <laughs> it is Jurassic Park. That was good. That was a good one. Okay. Here, here's mine. I'm going to start with this one. Yeah, I got two challenging ones. Two easy. Here we go. Woman with suspended license attempts to drive through Los Angeles rush hour traffic at 60 miles per hour, all while trying to deal with a bunch of backseat drivers. Is it Sandra Bullock and is it Ben Affleck or is it um, Samuel L. Jackson? If I say anything else, if I say the rest of it, you're going to be yeah. mad at me. I know. I'm, I have a vision of what it is. I can't think of what it's called. So the movie is Speed with Sandra Bullock. Speed? <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of something else. You were thinking the movie with Ben Affleck and... 
And, and Samuel L. Jackson. I was confusing that movie, which is called, I think, Changing Lanes. That is correct. But I was thinking of Crash. That's what I was oh, thinking of. Oh, okay. Crash. Woman with suspended license attempts to drive through L.A. rush hour traffic at 60 miles per hour, all while trying to deal with a bunch of... 60 miles per hour. I didn't catch that little <laughs> that little nugget there. 60 miles per hour. I had to put a little, little nibble out okay, there. Okay, that was fun. Okay. So we'll come back to that. We got three more. Steve, what movies have you seen since the last since the last podcast? So since the last podcast, I have seen Places in the Heart. It's kind of a funny story. Wild Mountain Time. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. The Lighthouse. Plus three Steven Spielberg movies, which we're not going to talk about in, in this podcast. Okay. How would you how would you rate what grade would you give your movie watching experience since the last podcast? Grade um C? Okay. I'm not sure what you mean by that. How I would grade it. So but you, so you watch this group of movies? I've seen two movies in theaters. So that elevates my movie watching experience. Uh, the other movies I've watched on a computer, but it, the all movies, of them. the movies as a whole, would you say you enjoyed the, you enjoyed them? I'd still give it a C. Oh, okay. I'd say <laughs> a C. <laughs> okay, what would you what would you like to talk about? All right, let's talk about Wild Mountain Time. Okay, that's probably the newest movie, isn't it? It's a it's a new movie. Yes, we had to pay for it. Yeah, I was going to so, say I count it as a new movie, a 2021 movie. So my sister Mandy came into town. She wanted to watch a movie, so we chose to watch this movie, Wild Mountain Time. Um, has Christopher Walken in it? So already a cut above. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So this movie is a romance. It's a drama. I don't think it's meant to be a comedy. However, I found myself laughing throughout the movie at a lot of things that were said. Okay. Maybe inappropriately. I don't think it was meant to be funny, but it just touched my funny bone. And I laughed quite a bit throughout this movie. Um, the movie itself is bizarre. Um, it's a love story. And you really want these two people to get together. Because you're rooting for them to get together. But, I'm, and I don't want to give away any of the specific details of the movie. But there's a scene that went on for way too long. And I wish it would have culminated faster than it did. Like, after like five minutes, I was like, okay, I've seen enough. After ten minutes, I was like, alright. you got to kill this scene now. I mean, you got to end it. But... It's it's one of the like the climax of the movie, um, where the woman is opening herself up to this man. She's basically saying, "I'm interested. If you have any interest, you know, check you, yes or no. You can take me out on a date." She's like making it as obvious as possible, and he's not responding to her. And we know that he likes her. We know that he wants to respond to her, but he's not. And it's frustrating that this scene goes on for so long. When he reveals why he's not responding to her, it baffled me. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, what is he talking about? And so I thought, is this like a metaphor for something? So when the movie ended, I had to Google, what does this mean in the movie Wild Mountain Time? And come to find out what I read online is he meant it literally. What he was saying was not a, a metaphor. It was literally, this is my problem. He has, he needs a cochlear implant. He can't hear very well. And I thought, that's stupid. Like this could have been uh, okay. a five squirt movie if you didn't have this stupid stuff going on in it. Like if it was just like real human beings who wanted to, who were searching for love, could have been a five squirt movie. Now, Emily Blunt's in this. Yes. I mean, there's big... It's not like this is just a random movie. This. Well, that was one of the reasons we watched it. There's high-profile people in yes. this movie. 
And I mentioned Christopher Walken, right? Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So You started at the top. I respect yes. that. Worked your way down. Um, okay, so what did you think? You're frustrated about this situation that took place in the movie, which was basically a tipping point between this being potentially a very good movie and a not-so-good movie? Yes. It could have been a five-squirt movie if they just didn't have this nonsense in the movie and okay. they didn't drag out this scene for so long. If it was just a straight-up romance where they didn't try to put some stupid psychological twist that didn't make any sense at all, it would have been five squirts. I ended up giving it three squirts. Okay. It's a good movie. You know, it's It was fine. fine. It was enjoyable. Yes. How did your sister feel about it? She liked it better than I did. Okay. I didn't get an actual squirt grade from her. I get it. But she said she liked it better than I did. So probably four or five. I would or, like I would like to know what her score grade is because I know that she's given you five squirts on a sermon before. So I'd like to compare <laughs> compare notes, if you will. <laughs> um, okay, so you saw that three squirts. I'm not. I don't know that it was on my list. I saw Emily Blunt in it. I saw some of the other people, and I thought, okay, that might be interesting. I'm also struggling with this. Through this time, which movies that we're now watching on our TV or anything would have actually been out in the theaters, or which ones would have actually just been put out, you know, straight to Amazon Prime or whatever? And I, I just kind of struggle with: am I am I interested in seeing this movie in a time that I never would actually have been interested in seeing this movie or thought of seeing it? But it's opened me up to see movies that probably I wouldn't have seen before. Yeah, I used to have a negative attitude towards like, oh yeah, Netflix originals. So like they're B class movies. I want to see movies that were theater movies. But I've come to realize that there's good quality Netflix originals. Yeah. And yeah same thing with Amazon Prime. Yeah. Those are the two platforms I I, I use. get it. Um, they compete with theater movies. They do. Uh, okay, so you, what else did you see? You saw It's Kind of a Funny Story. Yes. What is that? That's an interesting film. I enjoyed it. it. Again, it's a love story. It's kind of a funny story. Yeah, it's about this boy who um, has psychological problems and he ends up in a mental hospital. I think I've seen this. Um, and there he meets some patients who uh, teach him some things and he teaches those patients some things. There's a, a, a girl there who's also has some mental problems and they have a connection with one another. Uh, but he's still communicating with his friends in the outside world. And um, What did you think of this? I have seen this. He likes his friend's girlfriend. Right. And when they break up, he has an opportunity this to is like... Chance. They, they connect. He and her connect. Uh, but he's connected with this girl in the hospital, and so they have that. He's got to decide, you know, where is he going to go with his heart? Does he like the girl that he's met in the mental institution? <laughs> or does he like the girl who's just living a regular life? <laughs> so, it is, it's kind of a funny movie, too. Like, it's not all serious. It, there's some funny parts to it and things like that, I do remember. But it is... All right, you saw it. You remember that you saw it, but in the beginning, you're like, "What is this movie? I don't, I don't think I've seen it." I needed to so, look and see. I needed to look and see because in my mind, I thought, "Okay, I think I've seen that." So once I saw, oh yeah, once I saw the picture of the movie, I was like, "What I liked about the movie was when he's placed in this mental hospital, he's assigned to a room." And he has a roommate who won't get out of bed, who will never leave the bedroom. And it's very uncomfortable and it's very awkward. And he hates being there in that room with that man. But over the course of the movie, you come to like appreciate the man who won't leave the room and why he won't leave the room and how other people did things just to bring him out of his shell, you know. It, it, throughout the course of the movie, he ends up leaving the bedroom and kind of interacting with the people yeah. in the hospital. And there's relationships that are formed and uh, sacrifices that are made to bless other people. Like, the big deal in the movie is, can we have a pizza party? <laughs> Sounds like but, yeah, sure, if you guys 
raise enough money, you know. So the man's always trying to keep us down. All these people in the mental hospital are trying to get money. Say it's they're putting it into a common bank. You have a pizza party, so that we can have a pizza party. And it was at the pizza party where the guy finally comes out of the bedroom. It was a good, a good scene, a good moment. Well, they have obviously they're struggling with some things in their life, but at least their priorities are straight. Pizza party, or yeah. <laughs> pizza or bust. <laughs> it's okay. like the uh, Democratic Party, no. Republican Party, no. no. Pizza party, yes. yes. Check. I'm waiting for the one guy to run for president under that. I'm just part of the pizza party. Like, uh, okay, I'm voting for that. So I give it three squirts. Okay, actually, I do remember it being enjoyable. So that's it's kind of a funny story. Anything else that you saw that you want to talk about? If if I go to one more, then I've like used up my. No, stuff, I, this but, is your time. All right, this is your time. I need to talk about the lighthouse, okay. and I want to ask you this because. You, when I told you I was going to watch The Lighthouse, you seemed to act, have a, a reaction like, why would you waste your time watching The Lighthouse? That's how it came across to me. Okay. So tell me what your perception of The Lighthouse is without having seen it. My perception is, I think it's in black and white. It is. Okay. That's, that's a problem for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second, it definitely seems... Based on what I'd seen, it definitely seemed like it was... How do I say this? Definitely seemed like it was weird. (laughs) Whether it be... I don't know if people are on drugs in the movie, but it definitely seemed like it was going to be more of a... What I would say like a metaphorical movie. Where we're getting... I don't know. How close am I? Oh, you're spot on so far. I mean, not drugs, but you're spot on. (laughs) So it is in black and white. And um, it is weird, um, and it's a very artsy movie. Like it's a work of art. That's another reason. This is a a work of art. Um, it's a movie about two men who basically have mental breakdowns and go insane. Um, they're on this island where there's a lighthouse, and they're dropped off there by a boat. And when they're dropped off, the previous two guys who were there get on the boat and leave. And they're only supposed to be there for a short period of time. I think it's like two months. It might be three months, but I don't remember. They're just doing their time. This is our job for the next two months. We got to do this work. Well, they don't like each other and they got to live together and they're rude and mean to each other. And, uh, but they can endure it because they know. We only got six weeks to go. We only got a month to go and we're out of here. Well, when the two months is up, the boat doesn't come back to pick them up. And they don't know why. And they're just stuck on this island. And that's when things Hmm. just, they go insane. Um, And it's really interesting to see this turn of events, this mental instability taking place in both of them to the point where it becomes, it, it you know, it starts off as we don't like each other, but we're going to tolerate each other to open hostility towards one another, uh, violence even. Um, Steve, I'm reflecting that you watch a lot of movies and enjoy a lot of movies that have to do with mental breakdowns. Well, what I thought about this movie going into it was I had read um, reviews of the movie that people have seen it, you know, their reviews, and it's a very polarizing movie. There's a group of people who love this movie and think it's brilliant, and there's a group of people who hated this movie and thought it was the worst thing ever. And I didn't read a single review that was anywhere in the middle. It was one or the other. One or the other. So I thought this could be brilliant because I'm intrigued by this, just the decline of mental stability in a person and how they respond. So I thought this could be a movie that I think is brilliant. And there were aspects of the movie that were very intriguing to me, but there were times where I thought, this is kind of boring. Should I turn it off? And then something else would intrigue me enough that I'm like, no, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. So there was enough of an intrigue to continue through the process. Yeah. So I watched the whole thing and I ended up giving it three squirts. 
It was fine. Okay. It wasn't brilliant. It wasn't terrible. There is some crude behavior in this movie. Very crude things. Okay. Appreciate the... So don't watch it with Tiffany. (laughs) I... I told I told my boss about the story. My boss does not watch movies. But oh, so she's telling me about going to Chick-fil-A. She goes to Chick-fil-A and there's a lady behind her who's honking incessantly at her. Well, she's realizing that the lady doesn't know that the guy who took her order says, "Hey, you go after the green yep. Kia." So she's waiting for the green Kia to get up and pass. So this lady's honking at her. So she rolls down her window and they're like, can, can you see that you can move? She says, all I say is, if I could move, I would. That didn't make the lady happy. <laughs> so I say all this to say, my boss said, have you seen Unhinged? And I said, it's kind of a funny story. I've seen the first half of it. She Your said, boss saw Unhinged. She never watches movies. She goes, for whatever reason, I'm watching this movie and I just in it, I can't stop. And my even my husband is like, you never watch movies. And she's like, I can't. I can't stop. I have uh, to finish this. I still have not seen it. And it's at the this. top of my list. Well, she will endorse this because it's the only movie she's probably seen in a year. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast either. Um Okay, so overall, you were you were right in the three zone. Every every movie that you saw, the new movies, yeah, were threes. Nothing great, but at least you didn't watch a terrible movie and turn it off. I did, but we'll talk about that next time. I spoil it a little bit. Watched the movie, had to turn it off, but it's going to be part of our next podcast. Our next podcast is going to be a Steven Spielberg podcast. We'll talk about that a little more at the end. Okay, let's do this. Do you, that was the three new movies you see. You want to touch on the two older movies that you saw at all? I'll just say I watched Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. My daughter, who is 15 years old, she was in uh, this mood where I want to see action adventure films. So I said, let's watch Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. In my mind, the best of the Mission Impossible movies. Watching it with my daughter, it was a fun movie. We were entertained. It's a solid movie. Four squirts, maybe five squirts, but I realized it's not the best of the Mission Impossible movies. I think Fallout is the best of the Mission Impossible movies. Powerful words, powerful words. But it's based on experience. You went back, you watched the movie again, and that's how you feel. Yes. Versus just, I think sometimes we go, no, that movie was, that movie's fine. I mean, when you watch it again, you can really get the, okay, am I right in this feeling? So. And then the reason we saw Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was my daughter was in this mood, action adventure action movies. Adventure. Okay, we watched Mission Impossible. Let's watch Indiana Jones. It's playing in theaters. My plan was I'm just taking my oldest daughter to the right. theaters, the two of us. But the other kids were like, I want to go. I it morphed go. into a family event. And so I was like, let me see if this is appropriate for your age. And then I was like, yeah, you could go. Did you have a conversation with your oldest daughter about the two movies? Yes. Like, which one did she enjoy more? Hmm. Because she was in this mindset. I want to watch action adventure movies. I did have this conversation, and I apologize. I don't remember which one she enjoyed more. I'm going to send her a text right now and see what what she she says. says. Mission Impossible is definitely more action. Indiana Jones is definitely much more adventure. Slightly different. Yeah. Okay, so while you do that, I am going to, as we transition to the movies that I've seen... Let's do a boring movie plot. I will go first. And I will be doing this one. This seems like a very intriguing movie. The movie is, Two friends do a good deed by returning property to its rightful owner. Two friends do a good deed. By returning returning property to its rightful owner. 
Okay, I'm thinking of like R2D2 or okay. BB8. Like, okay. we got to get him to the rightful owner. But okay. is that property? Because it wasn't necessarily the droid. It was the information in the droid that they had to get to somebody. So what is property to their rightful owner? Property to their rightful owner. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to add this. This is just a small thing. Two friends do a good deed by traveling across country to return property to its rightful owner. Travel across country. I've seen this movie, right? Oh, without a doubt. Two friends. I've seen this movie travel across possibly the twenty times to return. <laughs> it's that kind of movie <laughs> to return a property. Okay, I don't know. The movie is Dumb and Dumber. Oh! <laughs> yes, yeah, Samson. That's and I. the movie. Swami Samson. <laughs> you were way Samson off. You were way off. <laughs> I'm hoping okay. somebody out there got it. That was good, Kyle. I'm. That was good. All right, I will give you one of mine. I'm, I just sent the text right now. Okay. Now I am free to give you one of mine. All right. I'm going to give you what I think is the most obvious one I've done. Okay. Some guys form a club, but they never talk about it. Fight club. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I saved the two that I'm most proud of for later. Okay. So we will do our final two between the movies I've seen and Raya and the Last Dragon. And I will give this. All four of mine exist on our top 100. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the movie. The movies that I've seen, I will give my movie watching experience a B+. Since our last podcast. And the only reason I can't give it an A is because I only saw one movie in the theater. So, I saw some Steven Spielberg movies. We'll hold off on those. I am about to finish Million Dollar Arm with my daughter. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's like a Disney, it's a Disney sports movie. Just one tier below, you know, the top tier ones. I want to talk about three movies that I've seen, and to me, they all fall into the new movie category. I saw Love and Monsters, which actually is a 2020 movie, and I don't know that it actually ever came out in a theater. It was like, you could only rent it on Amazon Prime or something. I saw The Courier, I saw that in the movie theater, and then literally, I was late to recording the podcast because I was finishing Justice League. So... (laughs) Those, those are the three movies I saw. Love and Monsters. There is a part of me that wants to give this movie four squirts. It was a love movie. It was... An, there was an action movie to it. There was fantasy movies type stuff to it because it was about monsters. It's basically this. We're five, ten years after monsters invaded Earth. And now all humans are living hidden in these bunkers. And this guy, when this happened, him and his girlfriend, I don't know if they were getting engaged or something, but their relationship was serious. Well, they split and went different directions. She went to find her parents or whatever. So they've been living underground by themselves. He finds out that she's still alive. He doesn't, he's not real happy with his life. So he decides he's going to make the trek above ground. To find his, to find this girl. So it's an enjoyable movie. It's, it's kind of cheesy at times, but I found myself very interested in it. Uh, watched it with my daughter. She really enjoyed it. As I'm talking about it here, I'm going to give it four squirts. I'm going to give it four squirts. I think that you would really enjoy it. I've never heard of it. I'm looking at the poster right now and it looks good. And your description of it intrigues me. The poster intrigues me. So Four Squirts intrigues me. It's also this. The kid, for lack of a better term, the kid thinks he's a loser. He can't do anything. 
he's zero value to his bunker. He makes, I forgot what it is. He, he makes a really good, like, pea soup or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. He, he can't kill monsters. There's been monsters that have breached their bunker, and he freezes up. He gets scared. So his bunker, when he says he's going to go find this girl, they basically like, You're dead. You're dead. Bye. So he's he learns a lot about himself through this process and through this adventure, if you will. Sounds good to me. It was enjoyable. Um, the second movie I saw was The Courier. The Courier with Benedict Cumberbatch. Let's call it that. I feel like this was a movie that sh- should have had more hype than it did. This movie was fantastic. I put this movie right in line with Bridge of Spies. That's the kind of movie that this is. He is a parts dealer. He sells mechanical parts to warehouses and things like this. He doesn't sell them. He basically puts companies in contact with companies that make the parts and so that they can buy them from, you know, United States companies or different things like this. So this is based on a true story. The he's British. The British government and the United States government ask him to basically spy on Russia, spy on the Soviet Union. But they don't really want him to do anything. They just want him to bring information from a source in Russia. That's the movie. Excellent movie. But there has to be like Oh, the yeah. stakes are raised. Oh, the stakes are... He gets deeper in than he thought he would. The I mean, danger... The... You know the movie. He also... They want him to be very surface level. But the more he does it, the more he feels like almost indebted to his country to do more. To try to do more. To try to solve this. To try to help this. It's right during the... Cuban. Missile crisis. Thank you. That's exactly what the time is. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot hanging in the so, balance, but he doesn't know what's in the balance. He doesn't. He's like an outsider looking in and nobody's telling him any information. You saw this with Tiffany. I saw this with Tiffany. And what was her thoughts? She thought it was fantastic. Really? She thought it was fantastic. Um, Excellent. Easily four squirts. An easy four squirts movie. There were moments in the movie when I thought it was five squirts, but there were a couple pieces that we rushed through that I was like, I think you could have made this movie 20 minutes longer and it would have sold me. It would have sold me on it. So, and he does a fantastic job. He's a fantastic actor. So he was great. Um, That's still in the theaters. So if you're listening, if you're getting out there, if you're watching movies, by the way, my movie theater theater experiences have been this is covid related very clean i felt very safe going to the movie theater yes i haven't felt like i've been like there's thousands of people in here or anything like that so there's your covid movie update for the month <laughs> i've been to 3 movies since covid and i felt comfortable yeah. at all 3 Plus, once I sit in my seat, it's over. Like, I'm just focusing on the movie. Yes. You know, there could be a guy coughing up a lung three rows up. I don't know. I'm in it. (laughs) But if he's talking, then I'm going to let him know. (laughs) Third movie I saw, Justice League. This is Justice League, the Snyder Cut. All right. I was talking to Steve about this earlier. Even after I finished the movie... Half of me thinks I've seen the original Justice League that came out a couple years ago, and half of me is still unsure about it. That's how different these movies, I think, are. So, short story is, Zack Snyder was the first director of the movie. For whatever reason, he was removed from the project, and another guy, who we know, but I can't remember his name right now, came on the project, finished the movie, packaged it, done it. 
Afterwards, Zack Snyder came out and said, this is not the movie that I made. Like, this is like, basically, this is terrible. So he, however, DC Comics ended up bringing him back in and he did this Zack Snyder cut for HBO Max. It's four hours and two minutes. I did not watch it in one setting. But it was fantastic. Four hours. Four hours and two minutes. This is like Titanic and all the deleted scenes from Titanic. That's exa- Basically, if there was a James Cameron <laughs> cut of Titanic, this is basically what this is. I did not... So they did one thing. He did one thing that I think really helped. He actually cut it. So like... It would, the movie started, it came up part one and it had like a title and watch. And I don't know how long it was, 40 minutes or whatever. And it kind of fade out, fade in part two. So I kind of, it cut the movie up, even though it didn't stop the movie, but it, it did, made me actually feel like it was less long than just sitting and watching this whole thing through. I think you saw the Justice League in theaters. And I think this version that you saw was so different that it confused you into thinking, have I seen this? That's exactly what not? I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. So which version is better? Oh, no, no. This is five squirts. It's five squirts? This is the best DC movie I've ever seen. It's better than Wonder five Woman. Five squirts? Yep. Really? It's better than Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is the only good DC movie that they've made. Agreed. And this is better than Wonder Woman. Five yes. squirts. I struggle with... I I partially struggle with two characters. I struggle with Cyborg. He's kind of a robot, but he's not actually a robot. I kind of struggle with him because he's not real, if you will. He's a robot. And then I kind of struggle he's with... He's my favorite of the Teen Titans. I kind of struggle with... This is slightly different. I kind of struggle with the Flash because this is the Flash... From TV. Whatever channel that is. CW? I don't know what it is these days. But it's the same guy. So I'm like, originally I'm going, here we are. I'm watching a CW movie. No. Did not feel that way at all. Ben Affleck, great Batman. Um, Wonder Woman, she's great. Henry Cavill, he is like the best Superman. He is Superman. And the bad guy is, by the way, for this cut, he completely redid the bad guy, what he looked like. Because in the first movie, I guess he was like, that doesn't, that doesn't even look scary or anything. This one. Fantastic. What venue did you watch it on? Watched it in my basement. HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Thank you. HBO Max. By the way, I get HBO Max free with my phone service, so. Just before you guys start thinking I'm rich because you're hearing about the cool stuff I'm doing in my basement. <laughs> Plus, I'm on my dad's phone plan. So. But, so my plan was not to finish it this morning. I was like, I don't have the time. Finished a school meeting. I was like, I knew I had an hour and 20 minutes left of the movie. And I looked at my watch and it was 9.05. I was like, I still got to get my computer together and everything. I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> so I go down and watch it. It was it was fantastic. It was. It was fantastic. I know there will pe- be people. Oh, by the way, an Aquaman. guy plays Aquaman. He's great. I did finally see Aquaman. Not good. But... Him in a smaller role in a movie like this, I could live with. I just didn't like the we're swimming underwater part of Aquaman, which is basically Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> so I thought it was fantastic. Now, was the giant Indian in it? No. See, they cut him out. They, well, I, I don't even know his name. <laughs> I can't. Um, He's the chief, but if, he becomes a giant. If you don't, I don't. Here. This is a standalone movie. They have come out saying he's not making another Justice League. Now, maybe that will change. I don't know. But this is a one movie. When you watch it, you definitely don't think it's a one movie. 
You don't? No. So, there's that. I'm interested. It definitely it definitely has an Avengers feel to it. There's a guy from outer space. I mean, it's all the same, right? I mean, all the guys are the same. So, Cyborg gets to be this this group's Iron Man. Yes. You know, Wonder Woman gets to be this group's, honestly, I don't know. Thor. Actually, yeah, Thor. Because they're both kind of like goddesses or gods, if you will. But, fantastic. Fantastic. I would definitely put it up there with Marvel movies. Okay, wow. Interesting. It was better than Wonder Woman. I will get grief for that. Or will I? Because I don't know anybody else that's watched it. Because it's four hours or two minutes long. <laughs> Lance will be mad when it comes out that I've watched it. Why? Because he's been saying, hey, when are we getting together to watch this? <laughs> but I only see Lance at school. So I'm like, well, we're not watching it at work. Well, Lance will listen to this podcast like a year and a half from now. <laughs> and he, if he hasn't seen it by then, then it doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> so... I texted my daughter. She's in school, by the way, and she's sending me texts from school. So I'll be texting her principal. So uh, she says Mission Impossible was better. I asked her why. This is her response. Indiana Jones had historical inaccuracies and honestly was more violent than I thought it would be. It was violent. Yeah, but Mission Impossible... I know, Mission Impossible is just as violent, if not more. She forgot about the cat fight. She was too busy lecturing me about (laughs) the stereotype of cat fight. (laughs) (laughs) Then to watch the cat fight in Mission Impossible. Honestly, that's like a perfect Kinsey answer. Historically inaccurate. So, I'll save it for the Steven Spielberg podcast. Okay. So, two thirds of the way through here, let's. You got two more boring movie sub, uh, boring movie plots. I have two more boring movie plots. I'd like to say that you're zero for two. What does that mean? And I'm two for two. You guessed neither one of mine. All right, whatever. You didn't guess either one of the easy ones. Now we're in the hard ones. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. A boy leaves his home, learns a few tricks. And blows up a building that was under construction. A boy leaves his home, learns a few tricks, and blows up a building that was under construction. Three phases of the movie. Blows up a building. Boy leaves his home. One phase. Learns a few tricks. Second phase. Blows up a building that was under construction. That's the that's the piece that should be the giveaway. A movie where someone blows up a building that was under construction. I'm not going 100%. I don't know it. Yep. It's Star Wars. Boy loses. Episode 4. <laughs> Is it called A New Hope? You're right. Blows up a building that's under construction. A building? That was a building. Hey, it had that to kind be. of gives you the wrong. It had to be. It it couldn't be. It couldn't. What is it? It was hard to describe. It's a weapon. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 Steve. This this one, you know this movie. You know this movie. A family of four struggles with the birth of their new child. So that makes it a family of five. Family four struggles with the birth of their new child while trying to keep their farm from going... Oh, wait. Let me read it again. Rewind. A family of four struggles with the birth of their new child while trying to keep their farm and going through the harassment of visitors. It is a quiet place. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, a it quiet is. place. You're back in it. All right. Here we go. A father searches for his lost son with the help of a woman who is mentally unstable. 
Finding Nemo. It is Finding Nemo. Why did I know that? <laughs> There's Steve with the mental instabilities again. I'm going to just point it out. He loves that stuff. Okay. This is the hard, this is the hardest one I've done. Boy struggles with his parents' divorce by acting out in very lavish and illegal ways. I'm thinking. Boy struggles with his parents' divorce by acting out in very lavish and illegal ways. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's good, but his parents weren't divorced. Oh. Also, he was just taking a sick day in Fierce Beauty's Day Off. <laughs> the answer to this movie is Catch Me If You Can. Mm, okay. It's a good movie. I need to watch it. Oh. This is the Steven Spielberg yeah, movie. Is that what you're it thinking? It is. I was just thinking that. Okay. All right. So there was one movie over the last month that we both went and saw. We both went and saw Ryan the Last Dragon. We both saw it in theaters, and we both saw it with our families. Let's start here. What did your family think of the movie? Um, youngest to oldest. Youngest liked it better than oldest. Okay. So my son Cody, it was great, best movie he ever saw, five squirts, fantastic, had a great time. My two daughters in the middle, it was it was good. It wasn't the best thing I ever saw. We give it three squirts. Cody like five squirts, Kennedy three squirts, Kinsey three squirts. I think we were basically three squirts. My wife loved it. She said she loved it. I don't know how many squirts she would give it. She's never rated a movie based on squirts in her life. Come on. Let's see if she... Let's see if she... First of all, I'm going to text her and see if she can give us a rating for Raya. <laughs> Step one, know where phone is. Step two, respond to text. Let's see. My daughter, she said she liked it okay. If you have children and you want to do something with your kids, your kids will enjoy this movie. I agreed with that. My son, he's 12. He said, ah, it was it was Okay. The young Raya was pretty cute, though. <laughs> she was. And I thought, <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> um, okay, now let's talk about us. How did you feel about... How many squirts did you give the movie? Let's start I, there. I give the movie one squirt. One? It was... Squirt. Terrible. I wow. was bored throughout the movie. I was bored. I just kept sitting there thinking, how much longer? Okay. I didn't think it was that bad. Would you have got up and left? No. The only reason I would get up and leave is because, like, the language is so bad that I can't justify staying. So you would you would watch a terrible movie? If I was in a theater and I paid for it. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't enjoy... I enjoyed it fine. It was fine. It was I would fine. not have finished it at home. Like if I was watching it at home, I would not. You would have, have just turned it off. Yes. I am I'm definitely in the two to three range. It was fine. There were parts of it I there were parts of it I liked. I really actually watched it more like looking at the animation. I found myself doing that, so maybe it was because I was bored. I was thinking about the animation. I don't so I was I'm on par with you as far as I didn't think it was very good, but I, I'm definitely not at a one. I, I, I do have a movie that I saw in this time that I give a one. We'll talk about it next next month. But it was fine. It didn't have some of the same characteristics of the other move of other Disney slash Pixar movies that we're used to seeing. I feel like the characters, the supporting cast if you will those characters weren't that interesting to me and didn't exist for very long like we'd go to this area and we'd get a new supporting character but I mean I feel like the at that point the movie's over you know versus 
having a band of people joining together to kind of work through this. And I was disappointed in the dragon itself. Yeah, the dragon itself was kind of weak. I was like... I mean, every aspect of the dragon was weak. Yeah. If I saw this dragon, I would not be concerned in the slightest. I mean, I would be because I get scared of animals in general. But if somebody's like, watch out, there's a dragon over there, and this dragon came out, I'd be like, oh, not what I was thinking. So... The boy on the boat who cooks meals, he was kind of fun. We, but we didn't get enough of him. I didn't care for the baby and her, like, raccoon friends. Like, that was dumb. Me either, because this is a baby. How could a baby do all this? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Historically the, inaccurate. I'm guessing your daughter uh, said that. The guy from that one zone, <clears throat> I forget the name of the zone, who joined up with them, was predictable. Like, I saw it coming a mile away. I knew yes. that was going to happen. Yeah. But... So, I could have bought into his character, but I didn't. I feel like he was in the movie for five minutes. Also, you know what I mean? it was like Rapunzel. You know, it was like one of the thugs from Rapunzel. They just put him in this movie. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I didn't think about that. So, I actually liked... Tangled. That's the name of the movie, not Tangled. Rapunzel. Tangled. I liked Raya, the character, and the girl from the... Uh, from the other zone that were kind of like competitors against each other. Okay. I li- I That's where the story should have been. So it does have value. This movie does have value in the sense that there is a message. And the message is, instead of fighting over our differences, let's work together and cooperate with one another to create a, a world where there's peace. And so they come together. And it's good to see that. It's a good message. This is Steve's superpower. He saw a movie that was one squirt, and yet he's still able to find the goodness in it. He can suck the marrow directly out of a one squirt movie, and I appreciate it. But you are right. I I just wish there would have been... I wish that really... Now, somebody would say, well, that was the story. I mean, it was the story, but we needed more. I wanted more there. I was turned off immediately by, we have to tell you this backstory before we start the movie. And I was like, just just show me the movie. Like, the backstory didn't interest me. Like, I was bored immediately, right away. And I feel like they could have told that through the course of what we were watching. You know? It wasn't so disconnected from the movie itself. Like, so example, Justice League, there are, if you will, backstories. Because, mind you, this was this movie came out before Aquaman did originally. So who was this random guy? So there was a little bit of backstory. But I needed that, so I didn't know who this random guy was. It's like, oh. Same thing with, like, The Flash. And there was... But it... There was purpose besides just basically telling a movie before a movie. It was like, no, just, do you want the movie to be about that or do you want the movie to be about this? You know? Okay, so we were both disappointed in that. Um, I wanted to see, like our original plan was to see Tom and Jerry. Wow, you lucked so out. I heard from everyone Tom and Jerry was terrible. But people seem to enjoy Raya and the Last Dragon. They were talking it up. Now, now maybe I it's because they both they saw both of those movies. And if you, if I was talking about both of those movies in one sentence, I would say never see Tom and Jerry. Spend every dollar you have on Raya. I feel like I would have enjoyed Tom and Tom and Jerry better. You know what? You maybe did. My brother told me he liked Tom and Jerry, and I said that's because you have no joy in your life. I don't understand why you enjoy it. There's no humor. There's nothing. Oh. My wife responded, maybe a three. Three so squirts for Ryan? As much as I thought. Let's just get crazy here. I'm asking you right now, what about the courier? Um, my brother did say he saw Tom and Jerry and he liked it. It has Michael Pena. Not and funny. 
Chloe Grace Moretz. She actually does fine. And Tom and Jerry. <laughs> okay. He was actually giving me a hard time for giving Crudes two four squirts. He's saying, funny, not good. He said, funny, then got annoying. But then he said, Th- thoughts on Tom and Jerry. I said, don't watch it. One squirt maximum. I said, I actually, he said he watched it. He didn't hate it, but he has been in quarantine. He got COVID, so he was in quarantine. So he said, so any movie that can bring me even the slightest bit of joy, I like. Then he gives it two and a half squirts. So he must not have actually liked it that much. So. I, I Now I want you to see Tom and Jerry just from the standpoint of you telling me how many squirts it is. <laughs> and when you see it, will you please keep track of how many times you thought something was funny? I'm curious. Sounds like a homework assignment. It is a homework assignment. Have you ever had a class where the homework assignment was to watch a movie? I had a class where the homework assignment was to watch a TV show. Mm, not terrible. You choose the TV show, but you have to answer these questions about plot and development. And okay. We have a class, an elective that our middle schoolers can take called literature and film. So they watch a movie and they read a book and they compare the differences, similarities and differences to the book. And movie. That sounds like a great class. I would have signed up for it in a heartbeat. But they're probably like educational movies and educational books. Mm-hmm. Like... Not fun movies and fun books. No, 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 no. They're 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 fun movies, fun books. But the kids, so like, it's like one of, flew over the cuckoo's nest. Here's the book. Here's the movie. Does that fall in fun or educational? I think more educational. Then darn it. <laughs> Is it one of them? No, it's not. <laughs> but I think it does. I I know that they watch two thousand one a space odyssey. So, um, anyways, that's neither here nor there. Next month, we're going to kind of try to do a two, a two parter over the next two shows. So we've done an actor episode and we've done a movie episode. We thought maybe we need to dip our toes into the director episode and what better director to start with than Steven Spielberg. Now, how are you feeling about doing a Steven Spielberg episode? I'm feeling great. I think we're going to have way too much to talk about for one episode. Okay. I mean, because there's so many movies, you can't do a deep dive into anything. It's just... He's had a major... Definitely a major impact on our movie-watching lives. Yes. You know, you think about, man, movies that I love... Okay, well, I guess we'll start at the top of his list. Jaws. We talked about Jaws before. Um, so it felt right to start with him. So what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to do a podcast. We'll see how much material we have. We'll see how, what that looks like. Steven Spielberg. And then our next podcast after that will be a Steven Spielberg podcast, but we will watch a Steven Spielberg movie, similar to like we did with Karate Kid. Obviously not as good of a movie as Karate Kid, probably, but similar, (laughs) similar in nature. I'm excited about this experience. We've already started watching. You said you've already watched two or three Steven Spielberg movies just within the last two weeks of us saying we were going to do this. Four. I I still have a couple on my list that I want to watch. I rewatched E.T., it had been a long time since I seen that. I kind of double dipped because that was still a movie that was on our top 100 that I hadn't rewatched. Yeah. So I rewatched that. Is it still on your top 100? Well, it was never on my top 100. Okay. But it's still on our top 100. All right. Okay. So we'll talk about that as we go through here. I'm excited about what those two podcasts look like, kind of moving forward. We already got, Steve and I, we are planned. We already know what the next four podcasts are going to look like. So hopefully that means we'll be recording on a more regular basis. I think sometimes maybe we don't record because we're like still thinking about what we want to do. But we're, we are but two men just watching movies and then talking about them. So 
What else you got, Steve? Nothing else. Nothing I don't else. have anything else. That's it. Hey, if you haven't, get out. Go see a movie. Enjoy yourself. Well, I guess I do have the anticipation of Godzilla King Kong. It's it's out, man. It's it's time. It's time. And I have permission to see it. He has the card to play. Hopefully that happens soon. I saw it when I was watching Justice League. Got it on. Saw Godzilla King Kong available to watch. I thought of you. I actually thought, did he go see it last night? Mm-hmm. Like that was my first thought. So it's close. The time is here. Maybe we could just my, have you briefly talk about that. My son Cody is, he saw the poster, then he saw the trailer, and he's like, definitely got to see that. Like, he's really pumped. So, you, Well, he's five out of five on Raya, so you could show him the old Godzilla King Kong, you know, the really old one, and he'd probably five out of five that Yeah, one, so. absolutely. But I may see it, and then if it's appropriate, you I may, may see, it again. see it again. But if it's not appropriate... Then another day. I don't expect it to be appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) But there there is a there is a chance. It's out here. Okay. Hey, we would encourage you guys go out and see these movies that we talked about. See Steven Spielberg movies that you haven't seen in a while, maybe so that you can uh, be part of that conversation that we're having next next time. Uh, I got nothing else. This is Kyle. And this is Steve. We'll see you next time. We won't see you or hear you. You'll hear us. Ha <laughs> ha.